Hello, and welcome back to the second episode of Holistic Healers, streaming from my website, Holistic Healing. I am your host. My name is Morgan Murkowski. For those who are new to the show, Holistic Healers is a podcast I started to provide a discussion with anyone who is focused on their health, whether they're an expert in their field to even someone who's just starting out day one on their healing journey and want to talk about what they've learned. So hopefully as we continue, Holistic Healers can become this sort of health and wellness archive from people across the country that anyone can access in order to become the most authentic and healthiest version of themselves. So without further ado, I want to welcome the first time ever guest and my best friend, Zoe Prescott. Welcome to the show. For those, who don't, <laughs> for those who don't know, uh, Zoe and I go way back. So why don't you tell people listening what you studied in college? Yeah, totally. So I graduated this past May with a major in exercise physiology and a minor in nutrition. Did you do any internships? I'm forgetting if you did. Yeah, I did. Last year, I was a personal trainer, and I was a group fitness instructor, and that was pretty fun. Did you like either of those? Yeah, (laughs) it was all right. It was all right? I don't know. I mean, I'm not dying to do it again, so. (laughs) What did you think you learned the most from either one of those? Um, Definitely, like, connecting with your um client that's a huge thing like I learned that it's training someone coaching someone whatever it may be whatever you know a sport coaching someone with like their diet coaching some a behavior change coach whatever it is it's like 50% your knowledge that you bring to the table and 50% like the personal connection that you make with your client mm-hmm. yeah that's so a big thing what do you think because I know you've been, and also for people that are listening, Zoe and I both have grown up in the world of sports. Yeah. Um, we both, yeah. we both <laughs> volleyball, um, although we weren't college material for it. We club. Club. We were club. <laughs> we were club material for it. Club material. We got some intramural goals. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but what do you think? what do you think you've noticed within the world of nutrition or like how it has impacted, you know, just your sport experience? Yeah. Well, I mean, back in the day, having a nutritionist on your like coaching staff wasn't really a thing, I don't think. And now everyone, you know, I hope every sports team has some type of nutritionist um, out there helping the players. Mm -hmm. and I mean they just bring a lot to the team that um I don't think a lot of people really think about you Mm -hmm. know a lot of the times um sports teams are focused on how to play better in in practice and in conditioning um trainings and strength training classes but you know you're missing a huge you know food is where you get your energy from so that's a huge chunk um, in performance. I, I'm from what I've learned so far with mental health. I think that's yeah. a lot too with coaching. Yeah. Um, because I think right, like the better you eat, 
the better your mentality, the better your mindset's going to be. Yeah, the better your body works, period. Yeah, yep, how it's going to feel, how you're actually going to perform. Yeah. And we've talked about this several times, like, you know, the difference of what I was eating in high school to college to even now. I think that really... (laughs) I think that really impacted my performance, you know, like not saying I would have gone D1 at all. (laughs) I think, I really think like, especially just my mentality, you know, showing up. Yeah. It's just like feeling more in the moment, feeling more awake, feeling more like you have more energy um, because your, you know, body is nourished how it should be. So it's going to act right. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. I also think like the goals too that I had like I just I had no direction and maybe that was like my age too yeah like if we're referring to uh to high school like where I wanted to be in the next five years although you know we don't necessarily have to have it planned out I think a lot of that is fogged up when we're not eating well sure nutrition really diet I mean it plays a huge role in your Mm -hmm. lives, even if you aren't an athlete, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of, like, your life could be disrupted because you have, you know, cardiovascular disease or something that could have been avoided. Mm -hmm. So I guess share a little about, you know, what got you into this world of nutrition. I love telling the story. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hear it. Well, I, uh, yeah, (laughs) so for the major... I was originally just um, an ex-phys major and I, one of the classes that we had to take was like the sport nutrition class and uh, I took it. What was that? Sports? You said sports nutrition? Yeah. What was that about? It was just like how, how to um, feed an athlete basically, what to feed athletes and uh, we learned a lot about like my my world of food completely shifted with that class things that I thought I was doing right before were completely (laughs) wrong (laughs) that was like wrong so like um eating a lot of protein like I thought eating protein was like the best thing you could do and I come into this class and my professor like day one tells me like you're you know this country eats way too much protein and I was like really yeah I didn't know can you speak more about that yeah I mean you this America specific the United States specifically pushes protein on their citizens I feel like a lot so you go to like like an example I have is Subway. <laughs> you can go to Subway and you see double your protein, add extra meat, whatever. Um, and I'm just like, that is way too much protein, like mm-hmm. 30 grams of protein in the sandwich. Okay. You're already over half, you know, just by eating this one sandwich, you've already exceeded over half of your protein mm-hmm. intake for the day. And you what know? I've, I've noticed, so a lot of what I've learned from nutrition has come from, you know, other, yeah, not saying I'm a psychologist, but, you know, aspiring yeah. psychologists or psychologists who are already in the field or some of the books that I've read. And honestly, just talking to you too, yeah. I've 
I've learned a little about like the acidic diet versus the alkaline okay. diet. Yeah. And I've heard that those more acidic foods can actually have an impact on your mental health. So like those mm -hmm. red, meats, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have red meats. Yeah. Um, I can't speak to like veganism or anything like that. Um, <laughs> I wish I could, right? Because I know that's <laughs> out. I wish I could. Um, but one, I don't right. have experience with it. And two, yeah. I know people out there that actually benefit from it. Yeah. But I'll, from what I know of these two diets, the acidic foods, you know, create this artificial mm -hmm. stressor and put us in the sympathetic nervous system to put you in the fight or flight. And mm -hmm. so more, you know, like not only like processed foods, sugary foods, but these yeah. like, high acidic foods in our world can put us in this fight or flight zone. I, know. I don't crazy. know. I, I learned about that and it blew my mind and it really yeah. altered the way I thought. Yeah. Or just like the fact that so many people in this country are in food deserts mm -hmm. and don't have access to proper like produce just simple fruits and vegetables mm -hmm. that's crazy <laughs> so when you learned all like about all this in your classes yeah. how did it shift your frame Dude, you know, of seeing your own diet yeah. I don't yeah uh, well I was like um I'm eating you know <laughs> fruits and vegetables all day every day <laughs> seriously I was like this is you know, I mean, I'm in a place where I can afford produce. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's where my, what I spend my money on. And just knowing that like this food, this one bell pepper has so much vitamins and minerals in it mm -hmm. is really cool. <laughs> I actually learned a little about water. Um, oh, have you do you know anything about like mineral water and the benefits yeah. of it? Mm -hmm. I the more so, natural it is, the better. Really? Yeah. I have learned so I actually brought this built uh this book over and on the podcast, obviously you can't see it, but we're just talking <laughs> over video. Um, but it's called Healer and oh, it's a pioneer pioneer nutritionist and prophet. Oh, and this book. I need to buy you this book, Zoe. Look at that lady. I know. She's amazing. She looks great. But she lived to be 106 or older. That's what I'm trying to do. Exactly. <laughs> I want to see 100. I want to see 100. I want to be alive for 100 freaking years. But I want to be, like, actually capable but of doing things. Exactly. Yeah, I want to be mobile. But she, okay, so within this book, like I said, I'm going to buy this for you so you can look at it. And I want to see what you think. But there's a whole section in it that she talks about mineral water mm -hmm. and how, you know, there's like a difference between alive food and dead food. And okay. alive food, right, is mineral, like it has a lot of minerals. It's nutrient, you yeah. know, has a lot of value for our bodies. It's a lot of energy that it can use. Versus, you know, all the products that we usually see at the store, you know, the grocery store, wherever, yeah. and it's stripped of its nutritional value. And yeah. it talks yeah. about, you know, like bottled water. It talks yeah. about tap water. I know that's obviously not in stores, but, you know, stuff like that where it's processed, it's, you know, it's filtered. filtered. Yeah. And, and things added to it. Like, why do you need to add stuff to water? 
Yeah, well, and I didn't oh, even know about that, and yeah. I knew about it, and I was like, what the heck? Like, like what are, are these extra two ingredients doing in my water that I can't even pronounce? Mm, yeah. Well, those ingredients that you can't even pronounce on the shelf, like, how, oh. how can we expect those to be helpful for our bodies? That's what I tell people. I'm, you know, when, like sometimes I get asked what to eat, you know, by people when I tell them that I studied nutrition in college. And that's a loaded question. That's a question that's begging to be just a can of worms being opened, right? <laughs> I can really there's so much. There's so much. And I just tell people, I'm like, you know what, just eat your fruits and vegetables. And if you are buying something like that has an ingredient list on it, if you can't pronounce that most I mean like I don't know if there's one thing you can't pronounce on there that's whatever fine but like if you are looking at it and you're like I have no idea what any of this stuff is put it back (laughs) just walk away (laughs) another thing I learned recently was you know the closer to its natural form Mm -hmm. probably the healthier it's yeah and I think you know everything's not absolute but if I'm looking at a banana versus banana chips the banana, you know, oh, in its most natural form is probably yeah. going to be healthier. Right. Well, when you chips are not healthy, but chips, God damn it. <laughs> well, yeah. When you cook fruits and vegetables, you take nutrients out of it. So when you do dry fruit, you take out nutrients. When you stir fry vegetables, you take it out. Even steaming like broccoli, mm-hmm. you take out nutrients. And so I know a lot of um people in the nutrition field like to put emphasis on eating raw fruits and vegetables i can do raw fruits but i mean let's be realistic i'm not going to eat a raw head of broccoli <laughs> let's be realistic but i mean that's the best way to get the bang for your buck is to just get a carrot and just eat it as is <laughs> when I work with my clients and again for people that are listening that don't entirely know what I do outside of holistic mm-hmm. healing um I'm a clinician that works with the offender population um and you know a lot of what they have access to especially the knowledge is very limited and I get the question not, yeah well and I, you know, I'm not an expert necessarily in the world of nutrition. I know some and I'm learning and that's part of why holistic, you know, this podcast, Holistic Healers is what it is. Mm. Um, But I get the question all the time, you know, what's a balanced diet then? Like, what does that mean? And what does it look like? So, you know, with your experience, can you talk about, you know, what does a week look like or, you know, something like that? how how I should be managing my diet all right balance is so important to keep in mind Mm -hmm. when you're trying to change the way you eat it's hard it's a behavior change it's a lifestyle change you know changing your diet um it's it's a big change and so a lot of people I feel like get caught up with the idea of they only have to eat healthy foods all the time Mm -hmm. that's not the case I believe Mm -hmm. I think that having that mindset of just like 
I of restricting yourself from eating certain foods mm-hmm. and only allowing yourself to eat certain foods mm-hmm. can lead down a path of disordered eating, which Ooh. is really like scary and sad. Yeah. And um, so <clears throat> what I like to tell people is like every day, try to incorporate the colors of the rainbow Mm-hmm. And what you eat is every color fruit and vegetable I guess mm-hmm. each color has different vitamins and minerals so mm-hmm. a red bell pepper is going to have different vitamins than a yellow bell pepper and a, they're going to have different vitamins and minerals than a green bell pepper yeah and so that's what I like to you know that's what I want people to keep in mind is like add variety you know have a colorful meal for every meal yeah um and with that like with that being said like it's okay to eat out for lunch one day it's okay to you know eat out for dinner in the same week like it's okay to have pizza one night um it's all about balance but I do know I do know people who do restrict their diet Uh and they're fine with it they can do it okay so go them I could never. (laughs) Well, I have two things to add to that. So first, I want my question would be: I wonder, you know, how long they have been doing that restricted diet for? Like, if this is right out of the gate, or they've had time, you know, to adjust. Been doing it for a while. Mm -hmm. Because I, you know, within the world of mental health, most of our habits are day to day routines. 95% 95% of our thoughts, all that stuff, our behaviors come from uh-huh. our subconscious mind. And okay. we don't even think about what we're doing, right? Like if we think about <laughs> going to work or yeah. going to school, you know, whatever the case is, you know, you usually, you wake up the same way, you know, uh-huh. maybe you eat the same thing. Yeah. You, know, you you put on the order of your clothes the same way. And then when you get out to, you know, if you have a car and you drive to work or you know, you take the same route. And then when you get to mm-hmm. work or you get to school, you do the same thing. And so we don't have to think about that. And right. I wonder when we're changing, you talked about like behavioral changes, you know, it takes time because you're rewiring your brain. It takes time. And you just have to be compassionate, yeah. you know, to yourself because a this lot of, yeah. Right. A lot of trial and error, mm-hmm. a lot of figuring out what works for you, what you like, what you don't like. And then, yeah, having a lot, a lot of kindness for yourself. Yep. Just like this podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> First episode, right? <laughs> First episode with a guest. <laughs> but no, I think it's a good point to bring up, right? Like, I I don't want people on here thinking, oh, I, you know, I, I don't yeah. know the colors of the rainbow every single day. I <laughs> wrong with me, you know? Like, it's fun. <laughs> I always like to say 80, 20%, like your meals, you know, try to make them nutritious, you know, adding nutritional value, stuff that's not being taken, you know, that are just useless energy sources. Right. And 20 is your fun stuff, right? Because we're still young, you know, it's going out with your friends. If you drink, right? Like I know alcohol isn't the best for our mental health necessarily or physical health, but it's, it can be fun (laughs) sometimes, right? Like fun. Yep. Love yep. margarita. Mm-hmm. but you know and that's for you know people to decide on their own 
Yeah. Um, but I think you're right. You know, compassion is key. And I think that also creates success. You know, the more compassionate you are, the more likely you are to succeed with it. Okay. So since you studied nutrition, mm. college, <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. can you speak to just like some of the topics that you learned about? Yeah, absolutely. I think a good starting point is the basics, your macronutrients, macros provide calories. This is where you're going to get your calories from. Are these three macros? You've got your carbohydrates, your protein, and your fat. And it's important to know that each macro does a different job. Okay. So all, yes, all food is energy. Mm -hmm. Um, However, protein and fat, that's not their number one job. That's carbs job, right? Carbs are here to give us they're the preferred energy source i guess i would say um this takes up 45 percent to 65 percent of your total caloric intake of the day all right yeah you're and so this is people need to know that you need carbs (laughs) you need to eat carbs you can't cut them out well, why do like, people think that you should be cutting out carbs if they're so Because healthy? people, I think, um, like to relate carbs to foods such as like bread and oh. cakes and like um, dense foods, oh. I guess. So like cookies and uh, cereal. Pasta. <laughs> Pasta. <laughs> these foods are amazing and and so that's where i think that's what confuses people maybe um however every fruit and vegetable is carby really a banana has like 26 grams of carbs i did not know one banana um yeah every fruits and vegetables every single one of them comes with carbohydrates and it's really really i just think people really need to know that and and so then here comes protein protein's job is to um basically build repair maintain um yeah build repair and maintain your bones skin and your muscles um so and you only need like 15 to 35% okay. of your total um, calories that you eat a day to go towards protein. However, protein, obviously, if you're an athlete, you're going to be eating more protein because you're tearing your muscles down and rebuilding them every day. Mm-hmm. So you're going to want to increase that protein intake. And so this is like... When I was a sophomore in college, I really was on like this protein kick for some reason. I worked out with um, guys and they um, were crazy about protein. They ate, you know, chicken with everything. They drank protein shakes after every workout. Like they were really high on protein. And so I was like oh yeah this is what I need to do Uh and it really like 
I don't know. I didn't see a difference. Like I'm gonna say, did you know, or did you notice no. a difference in like either your physical health or your mental health? No. What? Like I was like, like the guys that I was working out with, you know, they worked out like six days a week and had like a day off. Uh huh. And that's what I did. And it was just not for me for some people but I found a bigger difference when I switched over to working out like three to four times a week and just ate cleaner okay um that's I noticed a huge difference with that difference with that but back to protein um yeah this is just like protein's job is to just like rebuild and repair and all that kind of stuff and then your fats so there are some fat soluble vitamins Mm -hmm. um they're like vitamins a uh d e and k and they fat consuming fat just makes it so that your body can process these vitamins which are essential Mm -hmm. um yeah and i mean all these macros provide energy Mm-hmm. all food does however i think it's very very important to know what each macro brings to the table and to not you know you can't use a macro for something that it's not made for you know mm-hmm. it just doesn't work like that okay <laughs> i like i don't know it's it's difficult to conceptualize then when when there are people out there that, you know, advocate for a vegan diet, mm-hmm. you know, uh, vegetarian yeah. diet, and that's not something that I'm, you know, bagging on or anything. I'm just, you know, I'm curious to learn more about, you know, with, with your side of nutrition and how, maybe how are they finding ways to get those helpful um, parts of our, you know, our gut health that we need um, you know, yeah. what other foods are they looking into to make sure they are getting their carbohydrates, their proteins, their fats, you know, all those things that are essential for well, us. Oh yeah. Like those who are vegan and vegetarian and everything under that umbrella, mm-hmm. they, you know, they're getting their protein from beans and nuts, lentils, legumes, <laughs> all those, any, any type of seed, anything that a bird will pick up off the ground Mm -hmm. that's where they're getting their protein from and it's you know a lot of people are like well how how do they get their protein if they don't eat meat Mm -hmm. okay well protein isn't just in meat Mm. and a lot of people i feel like i don't know overlook that okay a lot of foods have protein in them but aren't you know a protein food Mm -hmm. I guess necessarily you know like chicken or um beef and fish and that kind of stuff but um yeah and and like another thing is like you don't need that much as much protein as you think you do Mm -hmm. a lot of people you know really focus on the protein and it's like well you don't really need that much I wonder, because I know we talk a lot about balance, and I wonder if any of that, uh, like, nutritional balance has to do with, you know, what's just being marketed to us? You know, what do we see yeah. on 
door oh, advertisement, God. right? Like what's shown to us when we see a food advertisement in general for a restaurant, probably, you right. know, like a burger, a steak, right? And, you oh, know, like meat. I, yeah, meat, all stuff that, you know, people who are vegetarian and, you know, vegan, they Country. can try to, yeah, yeah, they can, they can find other sources. <laughs> Again, it's like, it's so uh, like unconscious to us, but yeah. even in the things that we're watching, maybe even the things that we're reading, it's almost just like shoved down our throat. <laughs> it is. This country eats so much meat. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, that's another thing that like was brought to my attention from this, like these nutrition classes that I took was just like how much people are eating like meat, like burgers and steaks. Mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong i love a good steak yeah i was like let's not get me wrong hold <laughs> up <laughs> i love a good freaking steak mm-hmm. medium rare mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> but yeah there's no like push for like eat your fruits and veggies mm-hmm. it's like eat your protein yeah but even even like the fruits and vegetables that they're giving to us that we're in our store right like they're so processed oh yeah in you know and partially right it's them transporting them like from farm to regular grocery stores but like even the organic stuff is it really even organic is the stuff that we're eating actually what it says to be right so that's like my confusion but also yeah. you know, we have to be compassionate for ourselves there, about yeah there's a lot of things that um are okay in the united states a lot of things that like the fda approves that's like elite like not allowed in a lot of other countries and so it's like why do we have these things why are you feeding? <laughs> literally there are ingredients that you cannot put in like high fructose corn syrup um the red 40 and yellow 5 dye that you see on processed foods are literally not allowed in like the eu what i didn't know that (laughs) yeah dude it's crazy like europe literally bans their like does not feed their citizens this why is it why is you know high fructose corn syrup the first ingredient on a lot of things here because money money Uh, everything is driven by money and i think literal i just it's just shocking (laughs) really that's what it is it's shocking oh i don't (laughs) fell out of my chair <laughs> i'm so shocked right now <laughs> so shocked that you almost fell out of your chair i think oh. though honestly like it's it's hard to talk about because it almost just makes me like so it, frustrated no and that's how i felt in these nutrition classes i was literally like we're oh done we look like idiots but again it's like you know i think it goes to show that this is a cultural piece right and we when yeah. we talk about habits and behaviors being mm-hmm. our unconscious behavior that we're not even aware of i think it's about waking people up first and providing yeah. education right and 
you know, telling these people, hey, the stuff you're eating is actually things we shouldn't be eating. Not <laughs> necessarily because it's banned in other countries. I think maybe that could say something, but just because they're not nutritious for you. And, you know, uh-huh. the more that we educate people, you know, the more that we're able to write the behavioral changes involved, the better we can, you know, physically help people in this country. I know it's just dealt with a lot of frustration just like oh my god like not just what we eat but like this is getting into a whole nother thing but like our public health Mm. in general in this country it is just it's embarrassing well (laughs) and you know not not to bring up covid but you know just like how people how people were impacted by covid you know, and the different impacts well-being, yeah. Whether you know whether you were overweight or not versus if you went to the gym or you didn't. And yeah. it was interesting too, because I got COVID like three or four times and I you am did. vaccinated oh. and I'm I had to get boosted, right? And I still got it. And I I believe I, you know, I work out. Yeah, like, you're a healthy individual. Yeah. So it's just interesting to see, you know the response to yeah thing. um yeah I'm literally it's just so crazy and it was such an eye-opener mm-hmm. that like we are the we're a first world country mm-hmm. okay and out, of all, out of all of the first world countries yeah. on the planet we have the highest infant mortality death rate we have the highest obesity rates like we're number one in like everything bad <laughs> i didn't know I, I didn't know about the infant mortality thing That's yeah it's, i mean it that gets into like racism and mm-hmm. all that jazz but yeah That's, it's yeah it's, it's embarrassing it, it is embarrassing and it's just interesting to see you know how nutrition and everything you learn with you know exercise physiology too plays a role in you know your mental health too and your spirituality you know whether that's religion or just yeah. whatever you believe in um you know how all of that impacts everything holistically. yeah, yeah. Uh, no it's all connected mm-hmm. so yeah bananas i from you know how you started in nutrition um and then you know studying it in college and mm-hmm. probably i would assume still working on it even today it's i feel yeah. like you know healing is just never ending so there's really wow. a timeline um was there any like key things or like takeaways well, that you got from it so far um, a huge thing is is balance. I know we talked about this earlier, but that was a huge thing. Not like just being like really kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the, I would say, I I don't know if I can speak for every athlete that ends. I don't want to say end, but like for an athlete that was in high school who didn't go on to play the varsity level like collegiate sport Mm -hmm. um it was a weird time for me in the like world of like physical activity Mm -hmm. it was weird I was I 
you know, I only like did cardio and I wanted to look like a skinny little blonde bitch. <laughs> and I wanted, you know, I just wanted to be really, really tiny. And I like, um, and that like, that's not good <laughs> for your mental health. And, and then like the next year I, you know, worked out strength trained and like ate a ton of protein Mm -hmm. and only had one rest day and like that didn't do anything and then I um figured out that like I noticed more of a difference um like I said I noticed more of a difference working out like three to four times a week just strength no cardio (laughs) obviously cardio is really good but I'm not a huge fan of running so (laughs) you know your body type too I think that can be something we can and yeah and and another thing yeah and like so I'm gonna go strength train but I really don't want to do cardio so I'm not gonna do it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I'm someone that my my exercise routine changes with the weather like sure yeah yeah it's actually you know not just you know it changes whenever but it actually has to do with the weather like in the winter time I'm in the Washington area and when it's sunny out I'm outside and that usually means I'm running you know I'm doing yeah doing something yeah I'm kayaking I'm hiking I'm doing something outside because I know also sunlight is really important and yeah and when winter comes right like I'm not gonna be outside necessarily in the pouring rain when that catch me running in the snow no yeah I'm not (laughs) running knee high high, skipping over piles and piles of snow when I can simply walk into a gym and go to the weight room you know and I'm more likely to do you know strength training in in those winter months and I'm not and again like this is my healing journey too like I'm still learning right for me but I think you know weather body types you know whether you're a male versus a female right yeah like that's that's a whole other discussion but I think you're right you just got to be compassionate with yourself yeah and know your physiology Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. female physiology is different than male physiology people big time (laughs) really (laughs) that was yeah that was my research project um this past semester what did you guys research we um oh it's a mouthful so we wanted to notice we wanted to see if there was a difference um in substrate usage so substrate meaning carbs fat and protein okay and um like perform athletic performance i guess to encapsulate everything that we did um throughout the menstrual cycle Oh, it was really cool. Did you find out anything? Yeah, we had a, unfortunate, we had um, a small subject size, so that's sad, but um, we, I mean, it wasn't statistically significant, but there was a small, like a little difference Mm -hmm. between um, the power output that you have and each phase of the menstrual cycle i'm curious it was like, really cool how 
you know, for people who are on, you know, birth control pills or yeah, like that was something too because like birth control, you're adding hormones mm-hmm. um, to your body, and so yeah, and just not even knowing sometimes when you yeah. actually are in what stage of your cycle because mm-hmm. you know when you're have like an IUD or you know something like that right you if you don't have period yeah sometimes you don't even know what day is what (laughs) seriously it gets all messed up I'd be curious though with the research that you did um how that would impact you know a larger sample size dude yeah it was awesome it was a great um research Mm -hmm. question so a couple of just like final questions because I know we could talk all day about this what would you tell what would you tell yourself like having gone through this journey still going through this journey what advice would you give to your younger self or people that are just starting out maybe day one of this process what would you enlighten them with trust the process man you gotta you have to trial and error you have to go through the time of finding what you like and what works for you and what you don't like like I know it it sucks but at the end of the day when you do find what you like and what works best for you you're going to be so happy that you put in the work mm-hmm. to do that um clean up your diet really I mean anyone not you know not just athletes or you know active people but this country in general they everyone needs to just clean it up a bit and I say that but you know I yes I have a bag of Doritos (laughs) waiting for me after this that I'm gonna eat (laughs) and that's okay (laughs) you need to know that like okay this is you know the ingredients in this Mm -hmm. isn't really the best for me well it's that 80 20 right like you gotta especially if you're really that first like day one of the journey like you're gonna have days that you mess up and you set out you know to go to the gym or to buy all healthy foods Mm -hmm. and it just didn't work out and you know just from the mental health standpoint you're gonna go through what's called a shame cycle and yeah you're gonna get maybe within the first month like you're gonna do really well at changing your diet maybe maybe it's all meals of the day for you all your snacks all your meals you change you know a month or two goes by you're doing really well and then you know that third month comes on you know and it's all this doubt you know you start to I don't want to say excuses because I think that's a really harsh term. Yeah. But what your brain does is, you know, it's something new. It's something that's really unfamiliar to yourself. And it almost attacks that thought like it's bad because it's right. different. And, you know, being able to recognize like, hey, no, this is actually something that's helpful for me. Yeah. Instead of this is hurtful and, you know, it's different and we have to go mm-hmm. back to what's familiar if we yeah. can recognize that you know this is just something new that we're doing you know you're gonna try you're gonna do a really good job at trying to avoid that shame cycle and sure. you're gonna I don't want to say too like it's gonna be inevitable that you're gonna have a shame cycle but I think at some point everyone does and you just got to be okay with it and just have some forgiveness. all right roll the punches 
<clears throat> I like thinking about it like your body is the human body is incredible. What it does, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's like a Ferrari. <laughs> okay. Oh. So why you're not putting, you know, regular gas in that Ferrari, you're putting the premium stuff in it. Mm -hmm. Do the same for your body. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I and it will it will say thank you. Ooh. Yeah. It'll run better. It'll appear It'll better. feel better. You'll just yeah. Just the idea that knowing that like your body is performing as it should be. Mm -hmm. That's a really, really cool thought to me. Mm -hmm. Were there any parts in your journey that maybe you can speak to that maybe I don't want to say inevitable, but that you went through that maybe you can give a little insight into people that are yeah, totally. So I think you'll get. Yeah. So like I had to I went through this a couple times um of like just working out to lose weight mm. and stuff like that. Like that was kind of my main focus for a few years actually. Like was you know, I want to work out because I want to lose weight and I want to look better and I want to, you know, whatever. But then I like, and then it switched and I was like, you know what? No, <laughs> no, I'm going to work out because I want a, a healthy body. I want to be healthy. Mm -hmm. I want to, we, um, I can't remember what the class was, but when one class I took, we talked a lot about mobility and flexibility in the old um in the older years of life and how a lot of um people who are in you know their like 60s 70s 80s 90s mm -hmm. they their mobility is really bad and so they need help um walking or getting up out of a chair yeah and things like that and they fall and they you know have to get a new hip or whatever it may be mm -hmm. but if you can like just think about that like think about you know this is going to help me when I'm older and I'm not hmm. I swear to god I do not want to be put in a home <laughs> I'm old right. I want to be able to walk by myself. I want to be able to do things by myself. I want to, you know, be able to live independently for, you know, until I die. Mm -hmm. And that's a long ways away, but I don't know. I just, we took that class and it really put into perspective, like, okay, you know what? Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, I just want to have a healthy body. Can you say anything? anything regarding you know if if people are listening to this and you know it's their first day yeah. but I know we've experienced it too because we were out of college or we were in college and we didn't make a lot of money yeah and you know people always say I can't speak to if this is true or not I I should probably look at this but <laughs> that clean food is more expensive and sure. I think a I lot get, of yeah. times yes <laughs> Yes. I don't know. I, is, I don't know the exact numbers, but <laughs> that is the first thing 
you know, yeah. that's brought up is like, well, eating healthier is more expensive. Uh-huh. Yeah, but how do, you, how do you go about? So when someone says that, how do you go about then recommending? you know, their first steps, you know, Hey, like it is expensive, but what can, what can you do? Like, what would they, what would you recommend to them? Do your research. Know what's in season because what's in season is going to be cheaper. I mean, you notice that one point in the year, grapes are really cheap. And then, and another point in the year, they're freaking expensive. (laughs) And you're like, what, what am I, what the heck? So keep in mind what's in season um do your research apply for WIC apply for freaking food stamps like I'm serious like you pay tax dollars these services that are provided for us are paid with tax money get your get your money back you know yeah hmm okay Mm -hmm. do you think that it would be wise to like change all your meals up front or do you start you know one start with what yeah start with what you like like if you know you like something stick with it um obviously like it's like mm, let's see and then yeah just introduce different foods and different fruits and vegetables and see what you like and what you don't like and Mm -hmm. um and slowly work your way up slowly just work your way up I know there's like some easier fruits and vegetables that you can work with and there are some that are harder like potatoes um and so like just yeah stick with what you like in the beginning I think okay but don't be afraid to try new things I just I mainly maybe ask for myself because I know. I'm still working with it too, right? Like this well, is not yeah. the world necessarily, but I like to learn, you know, it's okay to not have every single meal, right? That balance yeah. has to be organic, locally grown, yeah. you know, yeah. GMO <laughs> because I make a certain amount of money and I'm not going to the know, farmer's market every weekend I went well I, I'd go for the aesthetics because absolutely yeah, take a food. picture and leave <laughs> um I would love to do that <laughs> realistically I you know realistically I got 50 dollars for the month like <laughs> be a student in grad school with immense amount of debt and so you know, much debt. <laughs> and even just graduating college, that doesn't necessarily mean oh, that you yeah. start making money. Like, no, yeah, we well, yeah, and and I'm lucky. I live in Durango, Morgan. I think you, I think Washington mm-hmm. um, has a might have a good grip on like providing for the people that live there, and so in Durango, that can tell you where every community gardens at every communal garden I know a lot of um places that you can like co-op stores and we have a ton of really organic grocery stores here and it's really the town likes to emphasize how you know you know we have this stuff here and we have adequate transportation to get us there Mm-hmm. like those are all things that you know it's all connected yeah in my yeah, first relate somehow yeah in my first episode I talked a little about the difference of what I've learned 
you know, mental health wise, physically wise in high school versus college. And I really think that Washington, now that I moved here, has really opened up my eyes and my wallet, honestly, (laughs) to just to the, you know, stuff that we're putting in our bodies. And I think you're right. I think Washington does does provide a good outlet for that, but I wish I utilized Durango a little more when I was there because, man, if I lived there right now, it'd be a whole other ball game. I feel like I'd be eating so much more healthier. I think it would be a little cheaper too. Washington is very expensive. (laughs) I'm just going to throw that out there. And for people that are in Washington know what I'm talking about because- we don't have to go into the politics of it, but freaking <laughs> gas right now is was over five dollars, almost six dollars, and you can just imagine how the food was. So, again, I don't want to bring it to that, but <laughs> I just like utilize you know the resources and just the culture of yeah. Colorado in general. I think yeah, uh, a little better, but we like we like to hike. Yep. <laughs> you live in here. <laughs> For, you know, people who are like, I don't know where to start, mm-hmm. you know, may not have the money, do just do your research. That's, like, the best thing okay. I can, like, really look into it. Like I said, this is a lifestyle change. You're going to have to make some changes. Yep. Um, but I think it's totally worth it. Mm-hmm. Long term, for sure. Oh, yeah. Well. Well. Was there anything else that, you know, recommendations, <laughs> advice that you think, you know, listeners on here um, would benefit just, from? Just eat your fruits and vegetables, guys. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Just, that's all you need to do. <laughs> Get that no coffee. crazy diets. All right. Mm-hmm. No, don't. I mean, unless you're, you know, you have celiac disease or something. Mm-hmm. But but know know who you are know what would be for you right the balance piece you don't need to you know go keto or you don't need to i don't even know i can't even think of other fad diets but you you don't need to go to the extremes you don't need to diet you don't need to you know it doesn't need to be that complicated you just gotta eat those veggies All right. Well, Zoe, I just wanted to say thank you so much again for being the first ever guest on Holistic Healers and truly embodying what it means to be a healer yourself. Uh, You talked a lot about, you know, your credentials, what you've studied, what you've experienced, um, and your own healing journey. And I think, you know, for anyone listening today, uh, that's really information that all of us can take home with us. So thank you for everyone tuning in. Uh, If you are interested in following along, subscribe to the podcast on Spotify. Follow my Instagram at holistic underscore healing LC or reach out to me on my website, holistichealinglc.com for wellness sessions, tarot readings, or just to become a guest on the show. You know, talk about what you've experienced and what you would like to share uh, to the listeners on here. So Thank you so much again. Talk to you all soon. Bye.